Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome into the Lake Show here on News Talk 830-WCCO. Henry Lake and Christopher Tubbs for the next three hours here. And I appreciate you listening. Let's uh, fade the the intro music here quickly. Um, because I feel, I got to be honest with you, I, I feel really, really off with everything that's happened here in the last um, day. And when I think about the biggest story that we have here amongst us here in our state, the very tragic situation in Burnsville, officer Paul Elmstrand, officer Matthew Ruge, and firefighter paramedic Adam Finson. They should be with us. They should be with us. The moment that it was reported that something had occurred yesterday morning. And I was up early. My heart sank. And it sank not because I knew anything. Because I didn't. But it sank because I just had the weirdest feeling that something really, really bad had happened. And to be honest with you guys, it's hard to explain. But then when you finally hear that a paramedic and two officers were murdered, everything that you are involved in at that moment is it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Because three men just doing their jobs. Their families today are left to mourn them. A community, a state is left to mourn them. I am, over the course of this past weekend, I happened to be um, covering the cross-country Skiing World Championships at um, at Theodore Worth, and I I got to tell you when I was there at the um, the Trailhead yesterday, I uh, I was sitting in the media center, and as much as I'm watching um, Jesse Diggins and others competing in the distance yesterday, I continue to just think about um, what had transpired, what had occurred. 
um, the fact that that so many people were mourning and troubled as we all are troubled. To know that these brave men were senselessly killed, it's just devastating. One of the things that I have been really struggling with today, because the specifics of the situation, one of the things that continues to be talked about is it being a domestic call. And I reached out to an elder of mine, a longtime family friend. She has served 36 years in law enforcement in the state of Tennessee. And I asked her a question specifically about domestic calls. And why those are the scariest calls to take. Why those seem to be the most volatile situations. Because I wanted to understand and I wanted to get some wisdom from somebody that's put their life on the line for so many years. They're retired now. But I wanted to hear. Because I know for a fact she's been involved in numerous situations, extremely scary that she's told me about throughout the years. And knowing that law enforcement, they put their lives on the line every single time. I asked her about the domestics. And what she stated to me was that oftentimes you just don't know what the specific situation is. You don't know what you will walk upon once you arrive. And that when you talk about suspects, assailants, the element of surprise for the assailant makes these situations that much more dangerous. But you know that you can't ignore it. And she said, you know, when you think about somebody placing a call about a situation and they're in danger, imagine that person that they've called about. Well, clearly, if, what if they, they know that you called police, right? She said, quote, it's not done in secret. They know the law is coming. And she said, we are not mind readers. We are public servants. So one of the things that really, really haunts me today, knowing that these three men were murdered, you know, I don't want to talk about Second Amendment this or that. But the access to weapons, because I think that that clearly, right, with this story, that stands out, that this that this individual, and quite frankly, I just don't, I don't even want to say his name. 
the coward that took his own life after he took three lives. Previous criminal convictions, accusations against him. When you see the the issues there and not having the ability to own weapons, but yet and still have weapons. I think that bothers and should bug all of us. It should upset all of us. It should trigger all of us. The access to weapons. You think about women that have been a part of abusive relationships. And the protection issues. That haunt me right now. I can't even imagine what it's like to be. A family member. Of those officers. Of that paramedic. This is just. um, A great tragedy. That you hate to have to report on. That you hate to have to talk about. Express your. Sadness. One thing I do want to play. On the other side of a break is some audio that Lou Regrews from Care 11. He caught up with the ex-girlfriend of the murderer. And it's scary to hear this when she mentions and talks about what he had previously said to her. And also what he did yesterday before shooting police. If you'd like to react to weigh in on the show, you can hit us up on the text line. 651-461-9226. This is The Lake Show. You're on The Good Neighbor. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. Here on News Talk 830-WCCO. As I mentioned last segment and to, uh, to open up this show. Um, there's nothing that I can say. There's literally nothing that I really can do to, 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 to really put into perspective or words um, how much people are hurting. Everybody's hurting, and everybody should be hurting. Because... We have two police officers and a paramedic and firefighter that are no longer with us, and they should be here. They should be with their families. All they've done is do their jobs, and they're murdered, they're executed, they're killed on the job. And it, it, it hurts everyone in Burnsville. This isn't just about Burnsville. I know that it, that it occurred in Burnsville, and that's the immediate community. But I think that everybody across the state is hurting. This um, individual that perpetrated this crime, this coward that then after that took their own life, Although, should I pause on that? Because I don't think that it's been specified how they died. But I, not that I'm necessarily concerned with that at that particular point. Just got to be honest with you. Um, a couple of the news outlets caught up with um, his ex-girlfriend. Um, I think one of his ex-girlfriends, because I think he had multiple, he had children by um, multiple different women. But... You talk about scary. This is this is even more so. This will really kind of paint the picture of how disturbed this individual was. Of who I'm not going to say his name. And I, I see somebody on text line says, thank you for not mentioning his name. But it's his, his ex-girlfriend, Naomi Torres. She spoke to Lou Gruz from CARE 11. And it sounds like he had stated previously um, when she had mentioned about calling the police that he said that he would shoot police. Like whenever he thought like to throw fear at me, he's like, I'm going to have a standoff. I'm going to kill everybody. And I'm going to, you know, it's always been immortalizing like this fantasy of how he's going to go. You he know? said that to you? Literally? Yeah, yeah, like back before all of this. Like, whenever he thought that I would call the cops, like, to throw fear. To throw fear into her. When she would even reference police or law enforcement and the fact that he was doing bad stuff. He brought this up. Or how about the fact that 
in the midst of this standoff and everything, before he put earmuffs, he put earmuffs because there were, what, seven kids in the home. He put earmuffs on his daughter. This is just take a listen. Was you not scared? Was it loud? She was like, no, we had earmuffs. It was just like, you wasn't scared at all? She was like, no. Did it scare at any point in time? She was like, after my dad had asked me, like, do you want to come with me? And I was just like. And when he said come with, does that mean come with to die? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know how anybody, any sensible person, any person out there that looks at this situation and isn't touched and saddened in any sort of way. Like I just don't think that any I don't think you're that's that's the emotion that you get. That's how you feel today. I, I, when I heard about the story and the specifics later, like I mentioned yesterday, it was kind of a busy weekend for me. You feel down. Nothing, nothing matters. Nothing in the sports world matters. Nothing, nothing in particular matters. All you're filled with is this is a terrible, tragic situation and it's sad. And why are we here? The access to guns, the protection issues, they just, I, I tell you, they haunt me. Chris, um, I, I, I'm curious, because your, your wife has a unique job. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was her and your reaction or maybe conversation yesterday with regard, when, when you heard about this, the situation in Burnsville? It was, it was sad. It was very depressing to to hear about it being a domestic, and then you hear about the the result and how you think just officers going out to a, a call that is fairly common, like domestic assault, domestic violence is a fairly common call, but you don't know what it is that you're walking into. And yeah, I, I mean, my my wife works in law enforcement. I, I I mean, she does. So we heard this, and it just kind of jars you a little bit. It jolts you because it's so close to. And then you hear about this was a bad person with bad intentions. And you and I were talking a little bit before we went on the air, just kind of you know figuring out how you know you you wanted to handle the subject. And to me, you know, the the word that comes to mind is premeditated. Like this was all something like in his mind and you hear, you know, what the the ex-girlfriend said. It just really bothers you that somebody out there was able to commit this crime having access to those weapons and that frame of mind. And it's just a, a toxic, toxic combination that two officers and a medic who were just out doing their job, I, I mean, people whose lives were taken way too soon and completely senseless, it, it, it just it makes, you, it makes you sad and it makes you mad. And 
it, it was really makes it you was, mad. It, it really makes you mad because you know yep. it's preventable. Well, in that, and let's be clear here, like when we talk about the sadness and the tragedy, let's not sugarcoat it. I think people have every right to be angry. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm because de- I don't think that we talk about that enough when we talk about emotion and and, and where you're at. With I think we things. we feel like we need to mask that. We it's yeah, like it's it, like we can only feel one. We can who, feel sad, but we can't be can, mad. Who can who can. Who can mask that though? Like, and you're right. We tend to mask it, but everybody out there listening, everybody out there, I didn't know these these men don't need to know. You don't the need men. to know them. Don't need to know them at all to be upset and angry about this situation. Yeah. It. it oh man. Yeah, and, and that's that's what we get. We we get sadness, but there is a lot of anger underneath because. You, you tell people in law enforcement, hey, you're valued. You're valued. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. And then some irresponsible crap like this happens. And then we're back to the, well, gee, we got thoughts and prayers. It's like we've got an easy job, man. We come in. We open up the microphone. We talk for a few hours. We go home. These people are out there risking their lives, yep. and all law enforcement in every department is doing that. And let me say something real quick, I, and this has nothing to do uh, specifically with the tra- – well, it, it, does, it does have to do with the tragedy, but in a different way. Um, I, I do want people to be aware, and, and if you see the Minneapolis Star Tribune, and I think there was also a tweet that was put out on social media, uh, the city of Burnsville is w- warning people – to watch where you're donating to fundraisers that claim that they're helping the two officers and the paramedic who were fatally shot. On Twitter, it says, unfortunately, some people are taking advantage of our tragedy in Burnsville. Be aware of scams. If you are out there scamming behind this, you are scum of the earth. You can go straight to hell and don't pass go. You're an awful person. Awful. Beyond awful. So please, I say that um, just so people are understanding that there are scammers out there. And you need to watch where you think you may be, out of the kindness of your heart, you may be, you know, because you're not, you're not looking to get scammed, right? You're, you're looking to, to, to give money and, 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 and your, your hard-earned money towards families and people in a community that's grieving. But amongst us are thieves are scammers, and it's unacceptable. All right, 651-461-9226. There's no easy way to transition from out of a very tough subject like this. Uh, I will take a look at your your text here in a little bit. Haven't had a chance to really get into it here in this opening couple of segments. Uh, But coming up next, um, I was at an event over the weekend. It was the Cross-Country Skiing World Cup, and I happened to run across – a friend of mine, Steve Marsh from the Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine. He was there covering the event, uh, has a piece on Jesse Diggins and the World Cup. We talk to him next after weather on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. Fresh off of the cross-country skiing World Cup at Theodore Worth Park this weekend. And joining me there... Over the course of the weekend, and now here on the show, Steve Marsh, Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine. 
Steve Marsh, always a pleasure to see you in person and also to have you on the uh, the Lake Show, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. I, I was I was kind of surprised to see you. Uh, what what brought you out to? Uh, Come on, the local? man. Are you trying to say the brothers can't <laughs> ski? What's going on here? I know I might have been the one this weekend. I might have been one of the few black folks that was there in the crowd, but I was there. I was there. I value diversity. I like to go places where you typically don't see us. But uh, no, I'm having a little bit of fun with that. But no, I was doing it was fun. I didn't want to miss this. Um, clearly, the um, the main reason why um, I was there was, first off, I appreciate and love everything about the Lobo Foundation, and I'm friends with Claire Wilson, the executive director. Also, I know uh, Ben Pop, who's the executive director of the the Berkebiner, which is in Hayward, Wisconsin, which is coming up this week. So, I, are you gonna do it? I, <laughs> You are full of jokes tonight, man. You are full of jokes tonight. But i that, that's a world that I'm learning about still. And so uh, I was happy to be there um, over the weekend. I didn't see you Saturday because I was, I was really – I was all over the course. Yesterday we bumped into each other in the, in the media center. But uh, what did you think? First of all, before we get into the specifics of, of Jesse Diggins and, and, and Schumacher upsetting everybody, what did you make of the event? Was it everything that you thought it would be? Or how, how did you kind of – kind of foresee how the weekend was going to play out for you. I mean, it reminded me of, um, I, it was the, it was the, uh, obviously the first world cup event in America in 23 years or whatever. And it reminded me of like uh high end golf or uh, like, like uh, going, going out to, to what is it? Brooklyn park to, to, to see the Ryder cup or to see, or to see high-end golf where you can't – it's almost better on television. You can, like, put it all in context. But the excitement of seeing these athletes in person, you kind of, like, just get to the rope line, you see them do something incredible, and then you have to run to a screen to see the event, uh, to see, like, who actually won or lost. Or maybe, like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you've ever – if you've been out to the Twin Cities Marathon or I, I covered the Beirut Marathon for GQ a while – a long time ago – and and the athletes like need you to 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 cheer them on because they are just dying out there. Like yeah. it, is, it looks so like so painful. Um and you're like, you know, cracking a beer or chewing a gummy or something as they're just dying out there. Well 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 I, I'll say this. When you look at everything with regards to like when you when I was on the uh, the bigger hill, right? When they're coming up the hill when they were doing the sprint on Saturday, I kept saying to myself the cardio and endurance and the leg strength to get up the hill yeah. is is yeah. utterly amazing. Am I wrong? Yeah, no, no. I I think that they they're pushing themselves in a way that um, it's almost just about who can suffer the most, or who can have the 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 highest tolerance for pain, and you can see it on their faces. Um, and 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 then occasionally you see like a Clabo or Lynn Fawn, and they just like are so graceful. Uh, that, that it's uh, it, it, they somehow look make it look beautiful, uh, uh, kind of loping up the hill. Where Jesse Diggins, she just looks like she is uh, 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 just, di- just just in pain. Yeah, no, it, it it takes a lot of endurance. And and look, when when several of them were finishing the finish line, it was you could just tell that they put everything that they had into it. And and I got nothing but mad respect for all of the athletes that were part. Of the weekend, let's get to Jesse Diggins because Jesse clearly, you know, when we talk about accomplished um, cross country skiers, she's at the top of the list uh, amongst Americans. 
it was awesome to see her do her thing here locally. Like that was the that was the big story, right? Like she's coming home, um, she gets to be a part of this and do this on her home turf. Because let's remind people that this event was canceled a few years ago because of COVID, and now we were finally able to see it pulled off. And Jesse yesterday. In the, uh, in the distance, was able to place third. I know that she was fourth in the sprint on Saturday, but uh, a, a very fun weekend for Jesse Diggins. I, I mean, I, I, I think people love her so much. I think one of the, one of the things about um, uh, the crowd at this event is they obviously are either are racing right now at, at like the youth or the high school level or just like a weekend duffer. Like these people ski. You know, like they, I would say 90% of the crowd there with maybe the exceptions of, of me and you, uh, they're actual skiers, you know? Yep. And so I think they, they, they have some insight into how demanding and how painful the, the sport can be. So I think they just, they love Jesse because of, of her success and, and, uh, she's the most, the most highly decorated, uh, American skier, cross country athlete of, of all time. But then she, the, the way she skis and how brave she is going at it alone, setting the pace. Uh, she, I, I, when I interviewed her like uh, a month ago, I was like, I'm trying to think of a analog in, 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 in another athlete, like that, that intimidates and dominates you by smiling. And, uh, you know, she, in her case, she puts glitter all over her face. But <laughs> I, uh, you had the glitter yesterday. Smiling. We took a couple pictures and, and you had the glitter yeah. all over your face. I love it, man. I, I got, you know, I got the biodegradable glitter from the the the, <laughs> the Great Clips tent, but um, but but I, she she was like obviously Prefontaine. I was like maybe like Magic Johnson, like just as much of a killer as Michael Jordan, but like does it with a smile. And and she's like, when I'm feeling the most dangerous, when when my when my competition should be the most afraid of me is when I'm smiling on the course. Because that's yeah. when she feels great, and then and then honestly, uh, I don't know if you've read her book, Brave Enough, her her memoir, which is uh, just incredible. Because she um, coming out of Stillwater High School in, in 2010, after she won the state championship and went pro, she developed uh, a struggle with bulimia. She's a bulimic. Yep. yep. In the way that, in the way that you know, uh, an alcoholic is an alcoholic. She will always be a bulimic, and of course, she had this relapse before the season began, and 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 she can handle so much pain physically, physical pain. But she was a bulimic in the same way that somebody uses alcohol or drugs to erase the 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 psych, psychological pain of feeling like a fraud or. Uh, she she feels like this the anxiety of 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 competition and 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 the, the anxiety of performance and and that's how she that that's her drug of choice um um and and so that's you know like uh, uh she's been to treatment she's been to group she's done a lot of these things that you know i don't know if you have friends or family or if you've ever struggled with this stuff yourself like uh it just i think um, the, the vulnerability and the way she talks about it makes people even um, have that much more of an emotional connection to her. Oh, my gosh. Jesse Dickens, is a, she's got an unbelievable story, and she's an incredibly strong and brave, and she's overcome a lot. And, and I truly do uh, – I am a fan of hers. We're talking to Steve Marsh from Minneapolis-St. Paul I'm Magazine fan. here on the Lake Show on News Talk, A30WCCO. He covered the, uh, the cross-country skiing world championship or World Cup actually over the weekend at Theodore Worth. Uh, there was a surprise in the, uh, yeah. the, yeah, yesterday. And the surprise was 
Gus Schumacher, an American from Alaska, he ended up winning the uh, the distance yesterday. Just what did you make of that? Because that ended up being the upset of the weekend. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, I, I joked in uh, the story I wrote for MSPMag.com uh, this morning that is this another instance of uh, Ken outshining Barbie during her big year? You know, it's like early in the day when he won, uh, uh, he's never finished uh, higher than a fourth place. He uh, this 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 season, um, he's he he was a he was a phenom as a junior skier, but he just shocked everybody. He went out. Uh, you know, they kind of seed it where the, the, the elite skiers are, the, the, are skiing at the end of the day because it's, a, it's, a, it's a basically a time trial where they're going out every 30 seconds. So you're racing the clock more than yep. racing the, the, the skiers on the trail. So he went out 35th, and they have this funny, like, championship chair that you sit in until you've been, be, been displaced. And he sat in that chair while 40 other skiers couldn't match his time. He just, like, I think, I, I, so I came home and I, I my, my buddy sent me a link, like a, a bootleg feed from Eurosport because NBC and American American the American media doesn't cover this stuff unless it's an Olympic year, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is, uh, it's just not, it doesn't have the amount of viewers yet like, that it does in Norway and Sweden. Like, these guys are the Anthony Edwards and the Carl Anthony Towns. They're the all-stars of, of those countries. So to see Gus like shock, he it, it, like the the announcers are like, oh, that's a great time. Probably won't hold up. And then throughout the hour long broadcast, they're just like, oh man, like Clybo couldn't do it. Like the 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 the, the, the yellow bib where the guy who was winning the whole tour couldn't yeah. beat him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he just, he shocked the world. And and Jesse, to, to her credit, I think they're a very tight knit uh, squad, both the men and the women train together in the off season i guess there's like her sphere of it she lives in vermont and she kind of has a sphere of influence there and then uh um gus is an alaskan and there's like about half the team is based out of anchorage and 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 so they 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 train with each other in the off season they train uh, uh they travel and train throughout the whole world cup season so when he won she lifted him on her shoulders even though she had a race in the afternoon and and usually the men are racing in the afternoon. I think uh, they switched it because they were afraid of Jesse raced in, in the morning on Sunday. By the time she finished, everybody would have gone home. Well, well, <laughs> so, she was. The, but let's be honest, she was the headliner. Like, like, like it. it she's it's, the headliner. She's man. the Minnesotan. Yeah, she, she is the box office. It's only right that Jesse Diggins be the headliner um, for the weekend. She is a Minnesota. And let's be honest right now. Right now in the world of sports, like the biggest names realistically are women. Caitlin Clark is right. going to be the, the the talk of the town here in the next couple of weeks when we have the uh, the Big Ten uh, women's tournament here in Minneapolis. So I'm I'm happy that it played out that way yesterday. Yeah, I, I, it, was, it, was, it was cool. Like uh, They were talking on the European broadcast that maybe um, they didn't want to give the course all the credit because like uh, uh, he put up such a big time when it was kind of like colder and and the and the course was harder and then as the sun kept beating down it 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 like you know slushed up a little bit so yep. like actually the elite skiers like might have been a little slower but it was it was Gus and then like three like Norwegian uh, all star champions following him so I, it wasn't just the conditions I think it was um, probably the example. 
that Jesse Diggins has set, like in terms of like how hard she works and how, how hard she trains and, and showing that like, you know, in the interview that I had with her, she was like, you can do this. You just have to, you have to work as hard as I am. And she's a complete like compulsive maniac, uh, uh, like, like sadomasochistic pain sponge, but like you have to, you have to work as hard as her, but if you do, you can get results. And I yep. think Gus, you know, he's, he changed his coaching up uh, the last couple of years, and uh, uh, and the, the U.S. men have been having a, a great season because I think Jesse Diggins is 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 like a, a light that they're all chasing, and 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 like like I said, he, he jumped on her shoulders. Yep. she was yep. so stoked for him because she's a consummate team player. I think like you don't you think about it as an individual sport, right? But like. These, this this whole team is suffering together. This whole community like is is suffering together. And I think they cheered this kid on, uh, a Minneapolis, and all the people who came from all over the world and all over the country to to line the rope line, cheered this kid on to, um, you know, he he raced out of his mind, the race of his life. Yep. Yep. Hey, real quickly, because uh, you're you're a fashion guy, like I'm a fashion guy. What what, what did you make of the? Uh, were you trying to make a fashion statement over the course of the weekend? I mean, you were fashionable <laughs> yesterday. I think I was rather fashionable yesterday. I love the the merch though. I don't know you 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 stopped by and got some merch because oh. I saw the hat oh, yeah. that that you oh, had yeah. on yesterday. I like the merch that they had out there. I, I like I I kind of like this LL Bean kind of like old money uh, <laughs> uh, like kind of like the East Coast kind of Ivy League kind of deal that the skiers kind of wear like um a lot of like I was jealous of people's everybody had the Steger mucks on I saw so many Steger mucks they had the wintergreen stuff on like it was uh yeah I, I like this cold weather stuff man it doesn't you don't have to wear a, a a North Face bag you know you can you can you can you can vibe a little bit yeah no I I hear you man hey Steve man always a pleasure to have you on the show hey check out his fine work for the Minneapolis St Paul magazine the piece is running right now. It's up here if you go to mspmag.com. Uh, a great piece on the uh, on the cup over the week or yeah the World Cup over the weekend. Jesse Diggins was the headliner, but Steve Marsh joining us here on the Lake Thanks. Show. Thanks, Henry. Man, uh, oh. I, I love that you're, you. I, I love that we share a passion for the Nordic discipline. <laughs> All right, take care, my man. That's, right, that's Steve Marsh joining us here on the Lake Show. All right, we'll take a brief pause, come back, and we'll wrap up hour one, and we'll do that next. All right, thanks again to Steve Marsh for being on the show. Also, thanks for the uh, the text that came in. Um, I'm looking at a few of the texts here from earlier as we were talking about the, uh, the very tragic situation in Burnsville. I do want to say in particular, though, to one texter. There was a texter from the 651. Uh, actually, not the 651. They actually were texting from the other uh, 612 with a very, let's just say, racist undertone. And just so you are aware, Texter, you are blocked. Um, When we're talking about a tragedy in the way that we are with what happened in Burnsville, and for you to go down the road that you went down, and, and my simple reply back to them was, what a pathetic text after such a tragic situation. Um. I, I you you don't you don't get and and they, and they don't see that's the thing they'll they'll know if they're listing still that they're blocked they won't know moving forward though if if they don't hear this specific commentary right now 
they'll text away at the station and they'll get a reply back and all. But no, you're blocked. Because when we're talking about those lives that have been lost, it wasn't and should not have been about you making some ridiculous text the way that you did. Coming up next, though, something that I do want to get into, it's about social media and the pitfalls of it and how it hit home with a star in the entertainment world. we get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.